First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos and zdravstvoita. Welcome back to the Two Beers Podcast, part of the everyman part of the Spanish, part of the Ukrainian. It's us. It's Jordan. It's Drew. We're here bringing the heat. What is up, Drew? What's going on? Throwing in the Ukrainian for our boy, Lomachenko. It is here. We are here. It is the week. We've been waiting. Um... All right, Drew. Let's let's assume positions for our patented two brew salute, and then we'll jump into this. You ready, brother? Always ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Um, I'm here on vacation again, um, in the Ocean City area, and this is from RAR. Um, this is brewed on the banks of the Chop Chop Tank River. It's Country Ride Pale Ale, 5.4%. I was drinking some earlier today. Great little beer. What you got, brother? Got an El Segundo Broken Skull, my man. You got a never-ending supply up there. Why? Because it's the 20, this week is the 25th year, 25-year anniversary of Austin 316 says, I just kicked or whooped your ass. Yeah. You That's say right. your prayers, you say your psalms, you thump your Bible, John 3.16, Austin 3.16 says, I just whooped your ass, and then, <laughs> and then it was it was over. Yep, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Um, and that will influence Beer 2 discussion here a little bit. Not what you think, but... Um, all right, so... Um, let's get down to brass tacks. Um, brass tacks. Yeah, speaking to a tax guy, but um, the boxing weekend that was um, exciting stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, eventually, by the time ESPN got around to covering it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was on? Oh, it was a uh, college college baseball playoffs. Was on ESPN, right? Oh yeah, we had to wait for Vanderbilt and somebody to like get through extra innings before they finally gave us in a way. Um, yeah. Well, luckily the, uh, well, yeah, the undercard, I was going to say, luckily the, uh, the Charlo fight happened right around, um, like 10 45, 11. So I guess those undercards happened real quick because the, the, uh, the broadcast wasn't supposed to be done until about 1230. So we got the Charlo, got the entire Charlo fight in and then went right into Inouye. So we got to watch, I was, I didn't think we'd get to watch both of them live, but he ended up. We ended up uh, yeah, walking out Yeah, there. I was out, so I didn't have a chance to see Charlo. Um, but I guess – or do you want to talk about Charlo first and then in a way? Your call, man. Dealer's choice. It's your show. I'm uh, in a way, it's easy to talk about. Um, he was awesome. Uh, only lasted three rounds. Um, and, and the thing between a championship-level fighter and other fighters is, okay, so you know you got – power power punches right like as you mentioned before about his from the waist down he's just so sound and just the torque he gets in his midsection Mm -hmm. um but speaking of midsection these championship fighters know how to attack the body and third round 
knockout to the body, three knockdowns, all to the body, just liver shot after liver shot. This De Marina's guy was in a world of trouble. Um, wow, it was it was a spectacle to behold. Yeah, uh, just pinpoint accuracy, uh, power. That I I think I tweeted at one point. I was like, this this guy's liver literally might explode if they don't do if they don't if they <laughs> if if they don't do something, man. It's uh it's not going to be great. Yeah, I mean, listen, we said it on the pod. In a way, is an efficient hunting machine. Um, he ah, dude, he just he hit man. He he doesn't waste punches, and he hits you. You feel it. I just. Man, I feel, I just felt guy, bad for that guy's liver. <laughs> you know what? I I was I was out, and so you know, I didn't really have the volume up. And then I came back, and it may have been our boy Dan who was like, "Just listen to these punches." And I, I when I saw him on Twitter and I and the the clips, and I heard it, I was just like, "Holy crap!" They sounded like explosions. Yeah, uh, you could hear them. <laughs> it was dude. It was nuts, man. It was nuts. Yeah, it was insane. So that was that was joyous to watch. Um, the undercard, Dog Bay looked good. Um, so now he wants to have a trilogy with uh, our boy Navarate. Navarate. Hey, line him up, and knock him down. That's what I say. Um, so uh, bring that on. Um, and then uh, Michaela Meyer, I think was her name. Um, I was a little bit underwhelmed with her, quite honestly. She, not that she looked bad, but she didn't look like she was overwhelming her opponent which what i think she was supposed to do um so i'm not i don't think she's anywhere near the katie taylor level um superstardom that i think they're kind of pumping her up to be but maybe she just had an off night or maybe that other lady was good i don't know but um yeah that I, i wasn't i didn't come away overly impressed myself um i yeah i i honestly didn't didn't watch the fight because i was watching some other stuff so i'll 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 heed your opinion on that fight but your, yeah i your, mean your only fans account yeah oh, i wish um yeah i just from what i could tell though but yeah to that point it didn't look like she was uh she was dominating the way you would have expected and it was yeah, yeah. it would be yeah, like you said a unanimous decision though yeah but anyway getting back to in a way um in the 118 division um so what Don Ayers is lined up to go get the other belt now, right? And he was in attendance, and I wish I keep forgetting who this other guy's name is who's got the other belt. Who's I know he, I can't. I, I can't say it either. He's, he's fighting him. Rigandal stepped aside so that as the Daenerys, mandatory, he stepped aside. Yep. Yeah, Don Ayers and uh, I think it's August. See if I, I got the schedule up here. Let's see if I can pull it real quick. Uh, uh, John Real Casimiro. Casemiro, yeah. Casemiro, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so Don Air is going to go after that. Rigandau gets the winner, and then Inouye gets them. So, they're, I think they're going to try and give Inouye yet another stay busy fight. Um, in the in the meantime, yeah. In the meantime, yeah. But uh, exciting stuff, man. Fights are getting made. So, one eighteen is is one of the more exciting divisions. Kind of all of a sudden, like Don Air, kind of like. The re- like the resurgence of Don Air and, and Rigandau kind of like all of a sudden they, there's these guys to fight. So yeah, no, dude. It's uh, and again, a lot of you know, a lot of these guys have some exciting um, 
have excited some exciting skill sets, and obviously, um, our guys just got tons of power. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, which makes him, hey, makes him so much fun to watch. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So then, over on Showtime, the we monster. had. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Over on Showtime, we had Charlo. Um, we weren't really into that undercard, and then I didn't see it. I just read the reaction. So why don't you tell us how you saw it? Um. Yeah, Charlo. It's it's just, it's just crazy now. Like if you don't if you don't if you don't knock somebody out, you're just yeah you're overrated, which is just so fun in boxing Twitter. Um, you know, Charlo went in there and we talked about it. You know, me- or he's a, the other guy is a Mexican fighter. He's got he comes at you, throws you know throws a lot of one twos. The the trick with him is he he switches, so he goes from orthodox to southpaw sometimes. Um, and did Charlo? Did Charlo look good? Like he he was winning all. I had him. I had him all the way up through the eighth round, comfortably winning. And then, um, what was the guy's name again? Monti- Montiel. Or, Montiel. Yeah. Yeah. Montiel. Montiel. He, with about thirty seconds left in, um, I think the eighth round, he caught Charlo with a shot that cut 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 him over the eye, which is the first cut of his career. Um, landed a couple shots in there. Charlo, Charlie looked hurt. He looked, he just kind of looked fatigued too. I think this might've been the most punches he's ever thrown in a fight. Uh, and so a lot of people like the fight where it was like, all right, like there was a lot of action, but Charlo was, you know, taking care of most of the action. It looked like it might turn there because of the cut. Uh, and if then it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah. And then I still thought, you know, Montiel had some really good moments, but I still thought Charlo was dominating 70 to 75% of all the other rounds. The 11th round Montiel, I thought was the only round he got in the fight um, where he was, I thought he was doing some, I don't want to, I use the word damage loosely, but he was getting shot. He was landing more punches. Charlo looked gassed. He looked like he was trying to just basically, you know, survive the round and take the round off as best he could to go into the 12th. So I gave that one to Montiel. But yeah, I mean Charlo Charlo was in control. Again, he almost almost had a clean sweep. I, I forget what the scorecards were because I um I wasn't keeping track because I was flipping back and forth with Inouye or waiting to see if Inouye was coming on. Um I didn't I, I thought the scorecards were closer than they should be. I, I think some I think some of the judges just thought that the rounds where Montiel was, I don't know, I guess just coming on strong in the last 30 seconds, like in the last 30 seconds that maybe he won the round. But I, I thought Charlo had a pretty convincing, pretty convincing win. And, you know, after the fight, uh, he, he made it clear 160 is his division. Like he's not, he's not going up or down to fight anybody, but he was basically, he was calling out triple G. I mean, he's in 160. Uh, he said, you know, Canelo come down here, fight me. Um, why you wouldn't go up to fight Canelo? I don't know. Uh, but you know, basically saying all these, all the, all the champs come, you know, I'm here, come get me. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's interesting. Like I said, I, I'm not really going to add anything to that. I didn't see it because I was, like I said, I was out at a place that didn't have showtime, and it was already enough for me bugging the bartenders to switch to wherever ESPN was putting their fights. Um, so, you know, just kind of missed it. So, um, all right. On that note, let's get to the main topic of this podcast of this week of our lives.
The Matrix has returned. The Matrix has been rebooted. Reloaded. Everything wiped clean. Here we go! Lo ma lo ma la chanko, lo ma chanko, lo ma chanko, lo ma chanko. Hey! Back to the top starts now. Oh man, I love this guy, dude. Uh, Listen, I, did you did you it, uh, did you get a chance to watch the the Reloaded special? I, I have not. No, oh God, just, you suck. Listen, I know with all the vacation responsibilities, um, it's me, just. Me. Uh, listen, you know who you I, sound like? You sound like Toby White right now. That's okay because Loma is gonna rise back to the top. Well, what 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 did you want to say from all the specials? I well, no, I was gonna say the the special was really cool. It basically it took it was it, it did like it did a nice highlight package um, of him preparing for the Tio fight and then the the rounds in the Tio fight and he had some good never before seen like corner uh corner footage with his dad talking to him um you know pointing out the shoulder asking him you know if his shoulder was okay um and did you know start getting aggressive with his left like they had been practicing in case you know it acted up so it was really cool and then it was all set up you know i know you haven't watched you didn't watch the last two matrixes but they kind of set it up in like some rooms that looked like rooms from the matrix uh which was pretty cool and you know basically him just kind of going through his thoughts of what happened with the fight um and they he was on they they were showing scenes of him fishing in this uh um off this remote island that looked like the island from harry potter and the half-blood prince uh and the whole the whole theme was basically that this fight he's he wants his rematch to get his four belts back. He said it a bunch of times. He's like, I'm the best in this division. Where are my four belts? Um, and he wants to use Nakatani as a fish to because this guy, you know, I mean Lopez beat him, but he did he did frustrate Lopez and Lopez he didn't stop him. It went the distance. Uh, some of the some people thought that it was a, a really close fight. I don't I don't think the cards had it as close as a lot of the analysts did. But this is like Lomachenko wants to go in there and just show that he's gonna absolutely dominate a guy that Tio couldn't to show I'm I'm a better boxer than you. Let's uh, let's let's get back in the ring. So it was really cool. I, I've watched it twice. I really liked it. Cool. Um Yeah, so coming into this fight, I mean Nakatani's got the height, he's got the reach. Five eleven. Um Nakatani's coming off a fight over the man who will not be named the murderer. Um, so uh, Nakatani's a tough sob. Um, you he know is. he he he's very good, and w- he's shown that when he gets pressed, he fights back. So um, you know, I, I guess without further ado, I'm going to say, Drew, what, how do you think this fight's going to play out? Um. Well, it's interesting that everyone keeps making a big deal about Nakatani's size, which it is. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I think Loma's five seven at best. Nakatani at five eleven. But Loma, uh, Lomachenko's last six opponents have all had height and reach advantages over him. So this isn't anything new. Six out of last seven or something like that have all had yeah uh, size advantages over him. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, Campbell was tall. Uh, Pedraza. Yeah, so it's not Lenares, so it's you know it's 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 more, but it's you know nothing new. Uh, I don't feel nervous. I mean, I you know usually I get kind of nervous for you know when, when athletes I like or teams I like are about to get into you know 
big pivotal um, games or fights, but I, I feel pretty good about it. I think I think he's going to attack the body. Um, Nakatani again. Nakatani's got a really good jab. He's got power. Like it's you know he's he's no slouch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you said, he's a, he's a tough sob. He he he's going to come forward as much as possible to bring the fight to Lomachenko. The problem is he doesn't have great defense. He's flat footed. He doesn't have great head movement. So he's kind of. I don't want to say he's like Joe Smith because he's not, but like that's kind of his approach at 135. Like he's willing to take some shots, but he's gonna you know in order to give them. Uh, kind of like the opposite of what we were talking about with Shakur the other week. Uh, so I think Loma's going to work the body, work the liver shots, just like we kind of saw him do, or just like we kind of saw Inouye do last week, uh, similar to how he fought Linares. I mean, he wants to get a stoppage because he wants to, again, he wants to he wants to show the world that, yeah, look what I do to this guy that, you know, T.O. Couldn't, couldn't stop. First, first fight back off the sh- the shoulder surgery. Ah, oh, man, I don't. I not that I, I. I think he's. I mean, I think he's gonna win. I'm just. I. I think. It, I still think it goes to the cards. I. I think Nak- as good as Lomachenko is, Nakitani. He's just a tough bastard, man. Yeah. See. Uh. I. I thought you'd have that teed up, but yeah. I. I. I agree. I. I think it's going to the cards. And I think the scores are going to be a little closer, a little too close for comfort. Um, I think it's going to be, I think he's going to do his downloading thing he does just because Nakatani is so tall and long. And I think that, I don't know if Loma's, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that his body language, again, is going to be such that he, it, he doesn't show well to judges. Like he did with Tio. Like when Tio was hitting his guard, and he's just like flailing back and flinging himself into the ropes. It makes yeah. it look like you're in trouble. Like, so I, 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 I think he. I think it's going to the cards. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than what you would like, but I think he'll still win handedly by at least like three or four rounds. Nah. Well, I mean, with Vegas judges, we know the Vegas judges have been just absolutely brutal yeah. all year anyway. So yeah, so it's um he's. As of tonight, I, I expect these lines to get closer. But as of tonight, he's minus one thousand six hundred sixty-seven. Lomachenko, Nakatani oh, plus eight hundred. Um, Over/under is ten ten and a half rounds with minus one thirty-nine. The betters are leaning towards the over, um, which is interesting. To go the distance is even at minus one fifteen apiece. So they so the betters think that it's going over ten and a half, but they think it's it's just as likely to be stopped in the eleventh and the twelfth than it is to go all the way, which is odd. Um, Loma to win by stoppage is minus one hundred six. Loma to win on the cards is plus one hundred five. Um, Nakatani to win by stoppage plus sixteen hundred. Same for Nakatani to win on the cards plus sixteen hundred. Um, so that's that's interesting. That's the, um, that's the betting odds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm with you, Lo, uh, Loma on the cards. So that's plus 105. That's, that's yeah. I'm not I'm really. Thinking. I'm not worried about his body language. I, I think he's motivated. I think he. I mean, if any, if anything, I think he's going to be ultra aggressive. Which he just needs to be careful that he doesn't catch a catch a straight right. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like that's the narrative, but I don't know if that's going to be the reality. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It's uh either way, must watch TV, especially for guys like us. Um yeah, I'm you excited. know, but before before TO stopped him, um stopped the march, he was on on the uh 
on on the mar on the on the rise of becoming you know one of the best ever, working on a Hall of Fame career. That then the To blip happened. So you know, hope hopefully he can get back. Yeah. I mean, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, Manny Pacquiao's got like five or six losses. So we can, yeah, a lot uh, of guys have losses. Yeah, so can, yeah, you just got to get climb back. Yeah, climb back on the go. And this is why it's why I love Loma. Like this, this isn't an easy fight. Like a lot of guys no. coming off of a loss. And this surgery. is a really tough fight coming yeah. off of, of everything he just came yeah, off. Yeah, because you know, like it, like. A guy that, like, I think anyone else would have looked at a guy like the guy who, who I guess we're not going to, I can't even pronounce his name, who Nakatani just beat. Like, that's yeah. the kind of guy that you're going to fight coming off of the shoulder injury, yeah. the loss to build your confidence. But he's like, this is what he wants, man. And he never, he ne he doesn't he doesn't want to just get in a ring. He never talks about, you know, Loma's a guy that never talks about money. Like, he he truly views the sport as, you know, a sport. Like he's, he views himself as an athlete. Like he wants to fight the best guys. He, you know, he wants to achieve his goals. Like he doesn't care about making millions and millions of dollars and he never talks that way. So, you know, these, like, these are the, these are the guys like you want to succeed. You want to, you want to root for that just want to go yep. out there and give you the best, uh, give you the best fights and, you know, give what the fans want. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited. Like I said, I hope, uh, I hope we get a a, a a really good showing from. Uh, yeah. Oh, I I hope we get like a like a fifth round stoppage is what I hope. Which is just peppers him with liver shots. Bam, beep, that, beep, that would be beep, amazing. Beep. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, getting on the inside and just and just rocking him. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll take a little more on the cards. So. Yeah, I agree. All with right, that. cool. Uh, another huge matchup this huge. weekend. Another huge kind of. I think so. I mean, on Showtime again. Paper. Um, so you have to pay for that one. This is Showtime pay per view. Oh yeah, Hell, yeah. How, how much? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's call. seventy bucks. So I'm not buying 70. it. Seventy. I might. It. I'm coming home Saturday night, so I don't know if I'll have time to, like settle in and purchase it and stuff. But I might. Um, but it's Tank Davis, uh, Gervonta Tank Davis of Mayweather Promotions on Showtime, moving up two weight classes from 130 to 140 to face Mario Barrios who is an undefeated, really good fighter. Yeah. Um, and so Tank Davis um, taking a chance, moving up. I mean, it's the right guy to go up, to take this chance against. But yeah. it's it's a test. It's not it's not. Yeah, nothing. I agree. And, I mean, they, they picked him for a reason. You know, they, they'll, get, they'll get a good showing. You know, he brings the Mexican fan base, which, you know, they've, they've done that a couple of times now. Um, because again, this these guys are kind of the opposite of Lomachenko, where they're they to them it's all business. So they're they're fighting guys that bring in the best business. So he's got that. He's got a fake fake championship title. Like we like we just saw Josh T Taylor uh, become the undisputed champion at 140. But like their Davis's team is you know marketing this as a title fight because he's this guy's like the regular junior welterweight champ, whatever the hell that is. Um, so that's that like that that's why I said eh not really a big fight because it's not like that just annoys me that they they play that game. No, um, you but like you No, no him stepping up. No, I agree. Yeah, him, him stepping up's a big deal though. Yeah, yeah, two weight classes. And the only other time he's he stepped up to go to 135, oh, I forget who he fought at 135. Gamboa. Oh man, go. Yeah, yeah, Gamboa, Gamboa. yeah. And it it uh it was it wasn't a cakewalk for him. No, he I mean Gamboa went 12 rounds of a torn Achilles. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it takes, and, I, and I'm, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to talk ill of Tank because I, I think Tank is super talented. Like I think he's, I, I, 
Uh, I forget if T if T doesn't want to get back in the ring with Loma, I I would love to see a December fight between Lomachenko and Davis because I just Loma's been trying to get him in the ring for three years. I just I just really I just really love that their styles. He's he's ultra aggressive, um, and he's super talented. I I think he's gonna win the fight. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna win in the same fashion he beat Leo Santa Cruz. I think. Uh, you know, I think Varios is going to come at him with a bunch of one-twos, you know, be aggressive, and then Tank's just going to catch him. Yeah, I think it's going to have to work for it, though. I'm, I, I agree. I think Tank will knock him out. The one but, thing – oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. I was going to say um, I think Tank will knock him out in the ninth round. Um, but go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say the one thing that I really like in Barrios' favor is that his trainer is Virgil Hunter – who was the trainer of Andre Ward. Yeah. I, really, I, I really like Virgil Hunter. I think he's smart. Um, I think he's good. One of the best, one of the best, uh, like in ring corner speeches I've ever, ha- I've ever heard is when, I don't know if you, I don't I, th- I think you, yeah. You, oh yeah. I've, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, in Ward Kovalev won in the 12th round, you know, he's getting Andre pumped up because he, he basically just goes, he names all the greats that have been knocked down. Ali been knocked down, got up. This, you know, Sugar, you know, Ray Leonard got, you know, knocked down, got up. He's like, you knocked down, you got, but you got up. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go win this. Yeah. You know, oh, like, which was chills great. thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really good. Um, really look that one up. And yeah, like, I know, I know, I know he's had Andre come in and talk to him a little bit. You know, um, I was watching, they had a Showtime special as well for all access for this fight. <laughs> you uh, are about all these. I love them. Ah, oh, dude, give me, I, I care about this stuff more than the fight sometimes give it give it all to me uh so i do like i that's interesting to me because i you know i i do think trainers matter in big fights so i watch out for that like it, it wouldn't it won't shock me if barrios were to beat him yeah because I'd say just, su- surprise yeah. but not shock yeah it, uh, I agree. I, I agree. That's yeah. yeah that's surprise, that's a good way to surprise, say. but not shocked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think Tank's right. I, I, I hope you know if he wins. If he wins the fight, I just, you know, it's. His, I mean, it's his career. He can fight who he wants. You know, make make the money you want to make. But I just his next fight, I would just love to see him. Just there's so many marquee names at 130, 135, and now even at one forty. Like, just 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 roll the dice, man. Like, just get in there. You know, even if it's a one thirty, like try to. Try to get in there with Valdez. Like I don't know if Valdez has an opponent yet, or Shakur. Like just, just do it. Like just get in there with those guys. Like you're. I, I think Shakur he's better. Like one twenty two though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I think Tank's better than all those guys. So there's no. I, to me, there's no risk. It's like just get it, get in there and just you know dominate. And you're you're gonna even if you if you were, even if you were to lose, he's got such a following, especially in Atlanta. Um. And with Floyd, like he'll still sell out arenas and and make money. Like, just... isn't Tank from Baltimore? Yeah, but they always have their pay per views in Atlanta. Like, oh, they're okay. in that or their um, yeah, that's where the ma- a lot of their pay per views are held. So, like, I don't know what it is about about the about the uh, the hot Atlanta that they sell that place out. But yeah, he yeah he is from Baltimore. Gotcha. So. All right, cool. Um, big big so, nights, man. Big nights. Yeah, maybe maybe nights. we'll maybe we'll see that one. Maybe we won't. Um, okay. The only other note that we want to bring up in boxing is that the T.O. fight has moved yet again. Yeah. Um, because T.O. got COVID. People are saying that that's faked, and we are not in that camp. Yeah, I don't think that's – I don't, I don't I, think yeah, in 2020 – How do you even fake that? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, well, I don't think in 2021 you can even – It is even, strange if he's the only one in his camp who got it. That is strange. 
but at the same time, like, how do you fake that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, that is, but apparently his wife got it too. So, I, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, well, that's what that's what a a, a YouTuber guy. I forget his name, Moonshine, I think, on Twitter. Um, we okay. follow him on our account. He's like really close to them, and he said that. But I just think it's, and I don't know that it's officially been moved off of the tentative August twenty fourth or fourteenth date that they had. But it, it, they they said that there's a real strong possibility due to some of the fights that have been put on that date now that they're going to move him to the undercard. Well, to me, he'll be the undercard of the Oscadel Hoya fight in September. So, which is just a September September eleventh. But that's see, that's not. It's gonna. It would be in Vegas. Like to me, that's just that's just. I'd be pissed if I had tickets to this Miami show and then this got moved to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I wouldn't be very happy about it, but yeah, agreed. I guess we'll see. Oh, because the oh yeah, the the Denair fights on the fourteenth too. Who baby? Um. Cool. All right. Well. Um. Oh, you know what else? Oh, they just announced it. Uh, Franco Maloney three. The fight, the infamous fight that got uh, had the twenty six minute review that was stopped oh, for yeah. the uh, the thumb in the well whatever or the headbutt or the thumb in the eye that they could never find. They're yeah. uh, they're gonna they're gonna get back in the ring and and duke it out. August oh, that's 14th. good. Yeah. That that needed to happen. That's good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. All right. Well, moving on from that, pivoting. Um. Quick NHL update. Um. So right before we started the podcast here. Montreal Canadiens have defeated the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, couple notes there. Um, one, we will have an East versus East team in the Stanley Cup Finals for I don't know, probably the first time ever. Um, just because of these weird COVID setups, so that's gonna be strange as hell to have Montreal like two Eastern teams in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, but Vegas. Uh, their deal was that Flurry, Mark Andre Flurry, one of my favorites, just made a horrific gaffe. And oh, let's see, this was like probably the night after our last pod, maybe the night of. So if this was Game Six, was it Game Four then? Because then they went to him. I forget exactly which game, but um, Vegas was winning. They could have taken a commanding lead in the series. Uh, must have been game four because I think it was 2-1. They were looking to go up 3-1. Um, he went to play a puck behind the net. A huge, huge buffoon gaffe. Just fumbled the puck right in front for a tap-in at like the very end of the game to tie the game 2-2. And in an overtime, Montreal gets a 2 in. Exactly. Just like happy. A 2-0 break and, and Montreal... Um. Uh, sends wins the game in overtime. Uh, the next game out, they put in Robin Leonard. Um, I, I for, I think I think Vegas won that one. They go back to Flurry. Flurry loses that one. So then they go to game six here. Montreal's up three two. Um, and then this game went to overtime. Vegas tied it shortly into the third period. Um, went to overtime, and Montreal won it shortly in overtime. So Montreal, the first time since 1993. Uh, Carey Price has been a legend for quite some time there, and he finally makes a cup. Um, very happy for him. Uh, I, I don't 
I, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of guys on their team. They have kind of like some old knuckleheads like Corey Perry. Uh, the shadow of Eric Stahl is 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 uh, <laughs> is there and. But like then they got guys like Cole Caulfield who he, he, his goal tonight where he just takes it wide, power move with the legs and just blocks the guy's stick who's trying to stick check him and just roofs it short side. Oh my gosh, young guy, just so fun to watch. So they, you know they got a couple guys like that who you root for, and then you know just a couple old guy old heads that are playing. They're playing tough. They're playing their balls off. So I mean, you know I. Not not a team I love, but you know, look looking forward to seeing Carey Price in the Stanley Cup Finals finally, and and you gotta love the young studs like Cole Caulfield. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket, we are going to a game freaking seven: Islanders versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, man, uh, Islanders won in overtime to extend this series. Um, you know, it's you, you want to root for the Islanders. And and I kind of am, but at the same time, like they're pulling, like Kucherov has just been crushing the playoffs for Tampa Bay. Uh, I forget it was like twenty six, twenty seven points lead leading the league, and then way behind the play, like uh, uh, cross check to the ribs by oh I forget the guys May Mayfield or whatever the guy's name is for uh, the Islanders, uh, who then you know no penalty. He also bloodied Stamkos, then he goes down and scores the game tying goal. Uh, it goes to overtime. Isles, you know, Isles send it to Game Seven in Tampa Bay. Um, hey, anything could happen in a Game Seven. I love the Islanders' story. You know, their fan base deserves it. You know, the uh, that Coliseum uh, building that is being closed at the end of the year. You know, they, they may have played their final game there if they lose this Game Seven. But if not, then they'll get I mean, Islanders versus Montreal. That would be an absurd Stanley Cup. Yeah, um, really would. But I mean, we will we will see, man. Uh, it's either it's going to be absurd either way. Cause it's either going to be Tampa Bay trying to go back to back, first time since the Penguins like three or four years ago or whatever, um, and, and basically trying to prove that their Mickey Mouse bubble was not a fluke. <laughs> um, they weren't in a Mickey Mouse, but they were just playing in front of no fans. But yeah, um, it, or it's going to be two teams trying to break ridiculous championship droughts. So game seven, um, we'll see how that goes, man. Um, look, looking forward to it, but that's, that's the world of hockey. Um, who are you rooting for in all this, Drew? You rooting for the Islanders? Got a cow roll Cooley's squad. Cooley. Yep. Both Cooley's. Um, all right. Moving on from that, um, us open, um, so I kind of wrote my picks off, and um, Bryson and Morikawa were were in it all the way to the final day. They had good they had good Fridays to keep themselves in it. Brooks was in it pretty much the entire time for you, but the yeah. favorite, John Rom, ten to one coming into the weekend, he hung hanging around, hanging around. I can't get rid of him. He had alligator blood for sure. And he he stayed around and stayed relevant and then made his move. The leaderboard was packed on the weekend. Even on Sunday, the leaderboard was packed with stars. And uh, Louis Oosthuizen, 
friggin', what, 10, 11 years ago he won the U.S. Open. And here he is leading on Sunday, leading on the back nine when John Rahm decides it's time for me to make my move. The putts John Rahm made on 17 and 18 were divine. They were insane. <laughs> I was screaming down here at the beach. I couldn't believe it. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. At Torrey Pines. The weekend coming off of COVID, I look. I wrote him off. I, I I just said, you know what? He's the favorite. Favorites don't win all the like all that often in golf. And yeah. not only that, but like, okay, he's pl- obviously on one hand he's playing out of his mind because he was just dominating his prior tournament. And number two, he's very motivated. But he's coming off of COVID. Like, what's his fitness level? What's his respiratory level? What's his fatigue level? We don't know. And so, like, has he been able to – I'm assuming he'd be able to practice, but, like, we, there's so many unknowns, so I didn't pick him. I wrote him off. Yeah. Sure enough, man, he he came back on Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen was behind Rom, so after Rom took the lead on 18, uh, you know, Oosthuizen had to try and catch up and could not. So um, hats off to Rom. Our picks, uh, Bryson faded on the last day. He he really blew up. It was kind of hilarious. Um yeah brooksy but brooksy and morikawa both finished tied for fourth so kudos to us for getting top fivers but top five yeah yeah um that was a great tournament man it was really good uh i don't know did you have a chance to see much of it no i i have unfortunately i i did not yeah it was good yeah but i was following along with you guys in the uh the group chat with your uh with your exciting, I just, I just, I just didn't know who you guys were talking about about these like these onion shots, and I was just like, oh, I was like, maybe it's Kepka, because why wouldn't it be Kepka? <laughs> so. It was like you, you know how you were like yelling about um, Aiton dunking the ball. Oh yeah, for sure. On, on the on the two for one, that's that was that was us when John Rahm was just dropping bombs on the green, which he's oh, it's it. kind of becoming his thing. So between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, so. Um, Absolutely love it. Speaking of the two for one, I didn't make a note here, Drew, but you know, hey, if if you want to hear us talk NBA, I filled in on the two for one this week. My brother's also on vacation, separately from me, um, and so he was not able to fill in on the on the two for one. Um, so you know, not much to add there. Um, you know, check that out. The last fifteen minutes or so Pure was. Gold was a live reaction of us watching the final 30 seconds of the Suns game. I was sitting here in the garage of this uh, r- rental place, so I didn't bother anyone sleeping at, at the uh, at, on vacation. So I was not even watching it, but Drew was watching it. It's pretty hilarious. Um, Drew, do you... Well, you you seem to really enjoy the final eight minutes of the two. Um, well, first off, it's hilarious that the last... The last 90 seconds took 33 minutes real time, which is nuts. Um, yeah, if you if if you ever if you ever question my love for basketball, just listen to the pure joy in my voice screaming as as this 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 uh, buzzer beater goes down. Uh, dude, it was it was it was wild. I will say this though, uh, what I, I I got I got brought down a little bit today because I didn't realize because we were recording, so I didn't have the volume up. But apparently they were able to draw that play up 
because even though the Suns were out of timeouts, they were reviewing the out-of-bounds call. And, of course, this has been my pet peeve forever. I'm sure I've bitched about it on this podcast before. I absolutely hate that they allow the players to go to the benches and to have allow them to have the coaches draw plays up and like talk strategy while they're doing these reviews because it's just giving you might as well, you might as well just have unlimited timeouts because you're basically giving teams free timeouts and the Suns didn't have one so if that review isn't taking place and the Suns don't have a chance maybe they aren't able to draw that play up and and execute it and the Clippers win so. I, I hate that. That's such an easy thing to fix. I don't understand why they haven't done that yet. Um, maybe they'll bring that to the league's attention. But that really that really frustrates me. Frustrates me. But yeah. hell of a game. What a series. Uh, Chris Paul came back tonight, and the Clippers actually won. So the Clippers. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, by like 15 points, I think. Um, oh wow. While the Clipper the Clippers have now started 0 and 2 in every series, they've won two of them. So can they come back and win? Three and if you know if playoff P makes a couple of free throws, maybe they steal game two. Right. So, yeah. Cool. Crazy stuff though, man. It was. Uh, I used to. Don't every, drink the coffee. Drink the coffee. Oh man! Everybody, watch the last. De- definitely, if, if you even if you don't care about the NBA, just listen to the last eight minutes of the two for one this week. It's it's just it's pure comedy, especially because I'm I'm basically shitting on the two key cogs on that play. Not understand. <laughs> Not understanding why they're where they are, and then I, <laughs> my reaction to it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll be doing more live stuff, and you know I was listening to two for one, and there was a little bit of echo, which I, I honestly at this point I don't even understand. So um, there wasn't a lot, but just a little. So we're, we're gonna look more into using different technology. Um, yeah. But um. All right. Uh, on that note, um, NASCAR pit stop. Um, all right, Drew, you let me know. Uh, hold on, let me get my note up here, and then I will tell you when I'm ready. Okay, yeah, let me know when you're ready. That's not the theme to Yellowstone. I don't know what I was yeah. just doing there. Uh, in five, four, three, two, go. Okay, last week was Nashville for the first time in 10 years. Um, and surprise, surprise, Kyle Larson freaking dominates again. He cannot stop winning. He's even winning races midweek on dirt tracks in, in other series. It's getting old. It's getting crazy. Unless you're a fan of this guy. If you're a fan of this guy, I'm sorry for raining on your parade, but... Oh my gosh, I, I just, I'm getting sick of this. Um, I, I, this was the first race of the year, I didn't see it all, so I, I don't know how, it, I was tracking it, and he was winning the whole time, so it did not look fun to me. Um, this week we're in Pocono, which is typically a crazy track, the, the tricky triangle. Uh, it's low banking, it's also concrete, it's 2.5 miles, it's usually crazy. Kyle Larson is the favorite at plus 215, we're going to pick him. Um, we're going to pick... Uh, Brad Keselowski plus fourteen hundred, fourteen to one, and Logano at twenty to one. Um, and honestly, I don't even know who else. Just because we're just going with Larson and the You're Fords. Out. You're out. Done. Donezo. Okay. Um, on that note, parlay time. And Drew, I, I just realized I forgot to mention the odds on Tank Davis. Now that we're at the parlay, um, Tank Davis to stop. 
Bar, uh, Mario Barrios is minus 162, and Tank Davis to win on the cards is plus 275. Hmm. Um, the odds overall are Tank Davis minus 500 and Barrios plus 375. So a favorite, but not a prohibitive favorite. Yeah. I took Tank knockout in the ninth round. The over-under is eight and a half rounds. Um, so that's kind of crazy. Well, we, um, cover, we covered both of our boxing uh, bets last week. We did. Oh yeah, we actually hit the parlay. It was yeah, it was way, the, the it, hockey game tied and both both boxing. Uh, so on five dollar bet, I think we won like six fifty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Let's roll. Oh that. yeah. Um. Yeah, we can roll that in up to an eleven dollar bet this week. Whoop, whoop. All right. So what are you picking? Uh. I'm trying to see. They don't have a line for the Suns Clippers game yet. Nope. Um. You want to do tank? Over. The over nine and a, over eight and a half rounds. Yeah, is that what you're, you you want you want to roll with it? I had it in the ninth. Uh, I don't know. Sh- sure. What? Well, is this my pick or your pick? Oh, 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 yeah, right. Uh, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have faith in you. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the tank. The tank, tank. That way you tank. can pin it on me if it doesn't come through. I no, see what you it's did my, there. it's my thing. Like, I, I, I think, I think he'll knock him out in the seventh. Um, but so we're right. Well, why there. don't we just do a stoppage then? Because I said stoppage in the ninth. You All say right, tank, seven. Tank via stoppage. Let's Minus one sixty-two, and then we both liked um, Lomachenko on the cards. That's plus one hundred five. You want to do that? Ugh, I kind I don't want our, I don't want our bad luck to uh, factor into this fight at all. Maybe we stay away from Loma. Okay, so um, then let me just grab. Unless you um, want to, I don't care. You search your pick. No, it's I okay. Just, I don't. I don't want your awfulness to to play a factor. That 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 is a good good call. Um, <laughs> so the Friday night, Saturday night, June twenty sixth. Um, I am going to take the over. Oh wait, yeah, let's do the over in the Athletics and the Giants game. Okay. Um, 10.05 p.m. Saturday night, that is. So we'll have Tank Davis versus Stoppage and the over and the Athletics Giants. Boom. Love that. Love it. Sweet, sweet. Okay. Um, on that note, we have a fun beer, too. Let's yeah, I'm digging it. assume positions. Three, two, one. Oh, gosh. Why is it always so hard to get a grip on demand? It's like the countdown just screws it all up. <laughs> uh, same beer for me. You're fun. <laughs> You're fun. Uh, funsies. Uh, same beer for me. Same for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah we got to keep the good, those good times rolling. All right. Well, surprise, surprise. Drew won another poll. Oh, did um, I? Yeah, which, uh, look, I, I get more. Um, the only thing that disappoints me is the Walter White pick. I thought maybe that would swing more votes just because, I mean, he literally says, as you noted last week, I did it for me. Like, like he, he admits that he just got selfish with it. So, like, he wasn't doing it solely to be a good dad. So, I was hoping that would swing a little bit you know more. What I, but... you, know what I, you know what I think did it for me? I think I think I think everyone's childhood nostalgia for uh, Mrs. Dalfire I think uh, took it home. 
I th- I think you're right. We got some positive feedback on Mrs. Doubtfire, which uh, look, you had a good list. I'm not I'm not I'm not hating on your list. I I just was thinking that maybe Walter White would sway enough to make it more even. You yeah, you want you want yeah. two thirds to one third. So yeah, we'll go with that. On that note, um, <laughs> uh, let me see what I got here. Hold on, I got I got a lot. Um, so I got this. And then do I do this? No. Um, oh, come on, come on, you rascal! Are you not? Are you not ready? What are you doing? Oh, where'd that go? Oh, God, you are so ill prepared all the time. No, oh. how did I? How did I? 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 I no, I, I prepared this, and now I'm trying to get my phone to to work it. Hold on a second. I'm gonna go on mute just to get this because I, I I want I want the effect. <laughs> uh, hold on, Drew. You fill the time. Ah. Uh. And I am super pumped for this Loma fight, everybody. I, my, I'm still a little apprehensive just because I'm still upset from the last one. So, but man, the Matrix, you guys are, you guys are missing out if you're not watching. And Goff, I swear to God, any any comments about him him waiting to to start fighting in round six is gonna count for like six six slaps on the wrist for the eleven comments that you have left uh, in that wheelhouse. All right. All right, I I think I could do this. All right, you ready? Let's do it. All right, let me turn up my volume. Oh, are you playing here. these things? Oh, it's this is happening. Oh, I'm I'm not prepared for that, but that's okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition are the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Because all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love bursting out of every scene. Da, 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 As days go by, it's the bigger love of the family. Yeah, that was Family Matters. Man, we Howdy uh, ho, Winslows. It might uh, it might be worth us getting you singing lessons, cause. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like I could use them. I feel, I feel like, I feel like if you ever they'll be put to use. If you ever do beat me, it's gonna be because there was a glitch, a, a glitch in the Matrix. Ta. <laughs> that's how you say. Uh, uh, that's how you say yes in uh, Ukrainian, by the way. Ta. Ah, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> um. Anyway, so this is um this is a quick and easy beer too well maybe not quick or easy but this is a funsies uh beer too um again kind of this is this is something we've had in our back pocket and then you know drew stumbled upon the 25 year anniversary of the austin 316 yes and he was like hey do we let's let's pull this one out of our magic hat this is this is quotes and phrases from shows or movies that Maybe they're not exactly like the main quote or phrase from that movie, but we just love them. Um, or maybe they are, but they're they're just basically like some of our favorites uh, quotes and phrases. So 
I have I have a good ten or so maybe. Um, all right, all right, all right. So let's. Uh, I'm interested to see yours first, or do you want me to go first? I went first last week. I'll let you do it this week. All right. Ooh, where do I want to lead off? Um, I'm gonna lead off with uh, Big Lebowski, which has a ton of them. But I always feel like when you're losing an argument with a friend, just bust this out and there's nothing they could do. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> I think it just plays well. I... Uh, is there a cash, there a cash machine on the property? <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Uh, less, Stay out less, of Malibu, Lebowski. I was going to say less, uh, less popular, but I like that one. Uh... I like that one, that one as well. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, so one of my... I'm a big fan of uh, Jerry Maguire. Show me the money! Nice. This was a... Uh, I mean, that was... Jeez, I think everybody, everybody used that in the late 90s, early 2000s. I still use that today sometimes. Show me the money! Yeah. Um... So my uh, couple, I don't, again, I don't have the full speeches, but again, a little bit more off the beaten path, but I know they'll be near and dear to your, your heart. Um, Rocky, Rocky six, the speech that he gives to his son. Okay. That's how, that's how winning is done. So I, 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 I love that. And, uh, we talked about it before. Um, and then the whole speech too in Bull Durham, the, I believe. I believe in the small of a woman's ba- back. Just that. I believe in long, <laughs> wet, deep kisses that last for three days. That I love. It. It's so good. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's good. Um, I'll stay. Well, you know, I'll stick with you on the Rocky one. One of my my favorite Rocky quotes, aside from his entire speech that ended the Cold War um, in 1985. Uh, it's actually Apollo Creed in Rocky Three when they're training. And it's when he's struggling and, you know, Apollo and him are sparring and he's coming at him and he's he's covering up and he's seeing Clubber. And he's like, what's the matter with you? And he's just like, tomorrow, man, tomorrow. And then Creed just stops and points at him and goes, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Love that. Yeah, good stuff. That's good. a good Rocky one. Uh, and then for I, my baseball one was A League of the – I know you don't like this movie, but I love it. There's no crying in baseball? Yeah. There's no crying in baseball. Big, 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 big fan of that. Nice. Um, so. Uh, all right. So you, let's go with a serious one. Um, in Yellowstone recently, you brought it up uh, a couple ago, but it's when Jamie meets his real dad. And, and he's like, Yellowstone ain't a ranch. It's an empire. An empire is your take. Uh, and he says, how do you do that? You kill the king. Which... Is a really good quote, but at the same time, kings don't have kings aren't kings have kingdoms. Emperors have empires. Anyway, other other than that, sounds like sounds like you should be calling bullshit on that show. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Drew, a funny one I had was um, I'm going I'm going here. Key and Peel. Remember (laughs) remember Wendell when he was in the sex addicts meeting? Oh yeah, the cheese bread. Body ten, body ten, face ten. That's my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. If you've never okay. seen the Key and Pill sketches with Wendell, uh, 
it's hilarious. He it's him the one the first one's him ordering like ten pizzas and then the next one's him in a in a sex anonymous meeting or whatever. Sexaholics Anonymous. It's it's fantastic. All the cheesy bread. <laughs> all the cheesy bread. Um all right, so I'll, uh, one of mine is, uh, I know you didn't watch Entourage, but uh, Ari Gold, Let's Hug It Out, Bitch. Let's Hug It Out, Bitch. <laughs> That's a, when I was making it a top five, that was my, uh, that was my top one. Cause I used to get oh, it yeah. all the time. Yeah, that was a go-to. Uh, nice. More comedy, Sheldon Cooper, Bazenga. Baz- oh, good one. Bazenga. That's a really good one. Yeah, um, Bazenga. <laughs> What else do I got here? Uh, hey, let me jump in with a couple yeah, yeah, comedy yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, go, go with it. Um, Happy Gilmore, a couple obviously extremely quotable, but I, I, I just love using the quotes. Again, they just seem applicable in, in weird situations. But friends listen to endless love in the dark, <laughs> and uh, anytime an athlete gets suspended, I just find myself yelling, "Suspended, Doug, kick him off the tour." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh drew the campaign again a will ferrell movie is just always relatable uh yes. very quotable but um two things one is when he's a politician and they're making fun of when politicians pander to their audience and he's saying like each group is the nation's backbone and they're becoming less and less relevant of a group. And he's like, Filipino tilt-a-whirl operators are this nation's backbone. <laughs> that just always cracked me up. And then the one, the one which you're going to love is, uh, everybody's going to love, is when, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Marty Huggins makes Cam Jr. call him daddy on the commercial. And he's like, that's it. I'm going to F his wife. And he's like, "What? What? No, you can't do that. I'm an Zephyr's wife, and I'm gonna put it on television." Like, what do you? What do you? What do you got there? A book of bad ideas? I I got a good. I got a book of good ideas. A page it says, "Make my son call you dad." Flip it over. Next page says, "F your wife." <laughs> so that's the deal, huh? That's the deal. That's the deal. Oh, that's a good one. That is it. That is that is a good one. It's a, it's a book of good ideas. Uh, my my favorite one. That's a good scene. My my favorite quote is after when they're at the uh, the breakfast, and then he uh, he does the slideshow of Marty to embarrass him, and then he sits down. and He goes, "Welcome to the fucking show." Yeah, I like, that I like when he lot. when he's dr- driving drunk and he tries to pay the cop off with a twenty. He's like, "In yeah. God we must." Have a good day. <laughs> uh. Uh, for Happy Gilmore, I uh, uh, go to your home is probably more. It's probably one. That's one of the more relevant ones for me. Just as a yeah, yeah. I, I was I was just trying to pick like the yeah the lesser ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have I two have? or three more. I got Yippie Kaye, motherfucker. Nice. Um, the uh, I had two from Goodwill Hunting. One obviously, anytime someone's banging themselves up, I just go, "It's not your fault." It's not your fault. Yeah, Joy, it's not <laughs> that's your a good fault. one. <laughs> it's not your that fault. That is that is very usable. Uh, and also the uh, do you like apples? Yeah. Well, I got a number. So how do you like them apples? That's a really good one. Um, <laughs> I got why so serious from the Dark Knight. Big fan nice. of that. Um, say hello to my little friend Scarface. Oh, good one. Uh, 
I'll do one more, then I'll let you go, then I'll wrap us up. And then I got, uh, where, where do I have it? Uh, oh, um, shit, I can't read my own, uh, my own handwriting. <laughs> uh, a Jack, or, oh God, we'll do it again. Jack Nicholson, the actor. Yeah, Nicholson. You can't it. handle the truth. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, it's so good. Or, or, or isn't it the same movie? You want me on that wall? You need me on that, on that wall. wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Um. Hey, speaking of Batman, I I had one, and I don't know why this always stuck with me, but Batman Begins when he's doing his training, and Ra's al Ghul like gets him high on that like little flower, which was like the gist of the whole first one. Sure. And and he all those ninjas are in that room or whatever, and and he's like. He's basically, you know, telling him what what he has to do. He's like, "You have to become a terrible thought. You have to become a wraith. You have to become an idea." I I I don't know. Like that always like stuck with me as like just such an awesome moment because that's basically how like that gets stuck with Bruce Wayne and that's what makes him realize like, "Oh, if I'm a I'm the Batman, like I'm this idea." that scares the bad guys. So yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. It's a good um, one. We got, we got, we, uh, we got, we got some good, uh, good, we got some good doubles from some movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, here, I, I got two more and then one other one to bring it home. So Caddyshack, there's two lines in here that crack me up and they're both Rodney Dangerfield. And I use them all the time, oddly enough, but, um, the first one is uh, when he, he first comes to the shop, the pro shop. He's like, hey, I need six of those, two of those, some of those uh, orange balls. Hey, you know. He goes, hey, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. I bet if you buy a hat like this, you get a free bowl of soup or something, huh? And then he looks over and the guy's wearing it. He goes, oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, when they're, like, celebrating the victory or whatever, he's just, like... They're all like on the deck, and he's like down in the lawn, and, and he just looks at every. And it's the last line of the movie, and he's like, "Hey, everybody, we're all gonna get laid." And it's <laughs> that's just like, "Yeah!" They all cheer, and like, <laughs> which when I was looking up the exact quote for that, apparently Family Guy did an exact spoof of that, which cracked me up. I I, I stopped watching Family Guy years ago, but apparently they did that too. So oh, I didn't realize that, did they? I guess I don't know. It was pretty funny. Um, I got. Two more, um, and uh, the last kingdom drew, um, and there's there's so many one-liners in there that are so good, but this is kind of like the the climax of them all is um, after Al- spoiler alert um, after Alfred dies and you know Uhtred is like basically arguing for his freedom, and they were like you know saying like oh who are you Uhtred like you're not written on all these pages or whatever and he's he's given the speech in the courtyard and he's like but I am there unwritten lady but I am there the warriors of Wessex know it the Danes know it and it is what the king has told me himself I am with him from the Somerset marshes to Ethendon and all of the battles that have followed we were bonded him and I he was the man that I could never be nor did I wish to be he was a man that I loved and despised, but it was never less than an honor to serve him. He was my king, and he did not wish to go to his god without granting me what I have earned many times over, my freedom. I, I freaking love it. Uh, we're Eventually, we're going to break down this entire show because it's my favorite show of all time. But you, really, I, you really went out there. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I 
Yeah, that just chills just thinking about that scene. But yeah, I have to go back because there's so many. It's I binged it too much to uh, to actually go back. Did I rewatch? Yeah, I binged it too quickly to uh, soak it all in. Yeah, to really so to really soak it all in. But all of your I, work emails going off, by the way, are just really hilarious. One of my uh, yeah, one of my. Uh, <laughs> One of my, my my one favorite line is that same season when uh, they're gonna make him king and he's like huh, getting baptized for a third time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the only heathen to be baptized for the third time. So, oh, destiny is all. It's great too. Um, you cut out there. Hey, you cut out there on mine. I don't know if you cut out actually, but what'd you say when 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 what happened in the last kingdom? Yeah, yeah. When he, uh, what do you call it? When he, when he, when they're gonna make him king, and he, he's, he's gotta like get baptized for the third, third time. time. He's yeah. like, ah, he's like, I'm a heathen. I'm being baptized for the third time. Yeah, yeah I always like that one. Um, oh, what's his name? The who is who's the who's the, the who who was Alfred's son or who was next in line? The guy he lost Edward, his eye. Edward Rex. Oh, the guy he lost his. Oh, um, um. He was someone's rightful heir, right? He he was. Um, oh shoot, what was his name Eofrich? Or no, yeah, no, no. He's. Oh man, I wish I could remember his his lines. He's got some great ones. I love tits. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's it. Um, any other ones yeah. from you? Um. Yeah, I got. I got. I, I saved Lord of the Rings for last. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll let you go last thing because I uh, okay. we'll probably have the okay. same one. So, okay. I had. Uh, <laughs> uh wedding crashers mom the meatloaf fuck <laughs> i never know what she's doing back there uh is yeah. uh that's 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 a good one um i love uh oh god i can't my do my handwriting is so bad i i, I was ready i was ready i was ready these i was ready these down um oh tin cup uh, you know why I shoot that shot? Because that shot was a defining moment, and a defining moment, either you define the moment or the moment defines you. You know what, boss? Sometimes pars good enough to win. Great, great line. Taking her yep. to the fucking Doral. Uh, God, Tin Cop, man, that's my, that's my. That's another. Too. That's another speech I love. He's like, it is. A t- it's a tuning fork in your loins. loins. Whatever, whatever the line. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Or you go the other route. What's the other route? Grip it, I, rip it. <laughs> I, uh, I always, yeah, I, I probably send that video of that clip to Al like seven times a year. Probably gets mad. <laughs> probably gets mad at me for taking up his data. Um, yeah, that one's yeah. Tin cup's great. Um, white man can't jump. It is hard work being this good. Hard goddamn work. We go and sizzler. We go, go and sizzler. Uh and then Billy Hoyle, I, I say this all the time to guys when playing ball. Don't put up no brick. Hey, nice. So all right, what do you what are your uh oh and, and the, the top, the godfather, make him an offer you can't refuse. Oh yeah, that's a that's a really good one. So what do you what what are your Lord of the Rings? I'm sure two at um, least two will have. Um, well, I wrote down two. Um, one, and I know you won't have this, but as a parent of three, I feel this all the time. And it said, like, in the first one, when Bilbo is, like, feeling, like, restless, and he's like, I feel like butter spread over too much bread. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm, me too. <laughs> yeah, no, that, no, that, uh, yeah, no, I don't have. That. Um, but we're we're gonna. I know we're gonna have the same number one. So, what are your other ones of Lord of the Rings? We 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 could do a really cool thing where we say the 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 big one at the end at the same time. Uh, my the whole the uh, there's so many lines from Smeagol's like yeah solo monologue. <laughs> Precious, nobody likes you. You don't have any friends. Not listening. Oh, wait, here, do it. You do it, because I forgot. We haven't done your Smeagol voice on here before. Go away. The way being poor is no sin so juicy sweet. My only wish to catch your fish, so juicy sweet. Nobody likes you. Not listening. Not listening. Not listening. Not listening. Yeah, good stuff. Um. Yeah, that whole I had that whole entire scene, and then yeah. uh I mean the big one. I'm assuming it, we have the same. Yeah. Ready? Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh, I forgot about that one. That, I guess ah! we didn't have the same one. <laughs> we didn't have the same one. That's that's my favorite. Oh, that's honestly that that line I use just randomly all the time. Just like if something comes back that you love, looks like meat's back on that menu, menu, boys. And like, oh, no. that, that kind of spurred this topic for me. But oh, uh, what's yours? You shall, shall not, not pass. pass. I was gonna write that down, <laughs> but it was again. I was going with the the, the lesser ones. And, no, I'm uh, with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, speaking of lesser ones, you know what else I meant to write down on The Last Kingdom? <laughs> Remember when that guy that Uhtred murdered was, uh, was, was, uh, what, sleeping in his, in his room or whatever? And he's like, better than, he's like, plowing a field, better than barley, better than barley. Remember that? No, I, I don't. Oh, my God. Anyway. It's all right, because right, I, I got to go back and watch it. It's let's just, just the, end uh, on a high note. Looks like meat's back, back on, on the menu, menu boys. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of, I'm disappointed. I uh, <laughs> I I missed I missed this. Always friends out of his his maggoty bread for three stinking days. Friends, you bow to no one. Nice. All right, man. Um, well, uh, this this was fun. I'm glad we got this topic in. Can't wait for Lomachenko. <sighs> We changed this glitch. Ta. Oh, God. So pumped. Watch watch, watch the special before the fight. It's going to be good. All right. All right, Can't Drew. Wait. As usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. No mas. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talking about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>